Nehemiah chapter number 8. It's always a blessing when I get the opportunity to preach. And so, and I really do work hard at, you know, trying to give some kind of meat, some substance. And so, um, but we'll read in verse number, verse number 9 and 10 this morning, and then we get to hear a special Verse number nine, it says, And Nehemiah, which is the Tershatha, and which is the governor, and Ezra, the priest, the scribe, and the Levites that taught the people, said unto all the people, This day is holy unto the Lord your God. Mourn not, nor weep, for all the people wept when they heard the words of the law. I want to ask this question here. Um, is it wrong to respond to the word of God with weeping? I don't think so. Is it wrong to respond to the word of God with mourning? I don't think so. Um, but Nehemiah tells us uh, in verse number 10, actually Ezra, as he's reading the word, the word of God, then he said unto them, go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet. They were Baptists. And send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry. He says right here, here's where my text is going to be at. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Let's all bow for prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the truth that you've given me through the book of Nehemiah. And I ask, dear God, that you give me clarity of thought. Just ask that your power be upon me. And I ask that you help, uh, that you would hide me behind a cross that they, so that they can see you, Lord. We ask these things. Pray to, for the remainder of the service. We ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Jesus, draw me ever nearer as I labor. passage and I'll Yo 
Amen, Miss Bev. Thank you very much for that. That was a blessing. Um, man, we could respond to music with, with weeping, right? And so that was good stuff. I appreciate that very much. <clears throat> One of these days, I'm going to buy her, her CD, you know, and so. <clears throat> um, so it's not wrong. It's not wrong to respond to God's word with weeping. We obviously see that there was conviction on, in, in the uh, on in during this time, uh, they had just they just had built rebuilt the walls and the walls had been rebuilt here and they bring they bring the word of God before the people to an elevated platform at a pulpit and they're and they're they're giving they're they're you know this is they're they're having church here and so the word of God is open it was read they give they give some kind of truth to them. And so and they respond with conviction through weeping, through sorrow. And uh, Nehemiah tells them uh, uh, that they shouldn't respond. You know, it's okay, it's okay to be in, the, in a state of sorrow. It's okay to be in a state of, uh, of conviction. But it's not okay to dwell there. He says, he, he, uh, in the end there, he says, uh, in, verse number, in verse number 10, he says, um, he says, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And he's telling them the, the joy of the, Lord, of the Lord is your strength. Um, the, the joy of the Lord, is, our strength doesn't come from criticism. It doesn't come from negativity. It doesn't come from heartache. It doesn't come from sorrowful um, uh, emotions. It doesn't come from mourning. It doesn't come from depression. It doesn't come from discouragement. Uh, the, joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Pessimism isn't your strength. Heartache isn't your strength. He says the joy of the Lord is your strength. I like to, I like to go through... Um, just the veil of people, you know, the faces of people and how they come to church with a happy face and a smiling face. You see the first veil there and how they're, they're just happy campers. I love being around happy campers, you know, and so I hate negativity. And so anyway, um, uh, and so I love being around people who have ha just, just a, a good spirit about themselves. 
But then you open up the second veil and you see that they all come with problems. We all have problems. We hide them through our smiles. We hide them through our, 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 our rejoicing. We hide them. And so we, we, we find that folk, uh, we have, there's people that even through, even through their trials, even through their, you know, maybe a person who has, uh, you know, there's on a prayer page, pray for people who have, you know, have job situations. I mean, maybe there's unstableness in their finances, uh, but they still, through that, exude strength. Um, there's people, there's people that go through sickness, uh, yet they still exude strength. There's people that go through a loss of a loved one, yet they still exude strength. You, there's people that, there's people that have, you know, turmoil or diseases or, uh, or, or a child that's been, uh, that's away from the Lord, yet they still, through all those things, exude strength. We find people in the Bible that still exude strength through their trials. Think of Job, who's lost all ten of his children, his wife, even his health has been, uh, has been affected. He began to have boils. The, his wife asked him to curse God and die. He says, he says to his wife, naked came I into this world, and naked shall I, uh, shall I uh, uh, leave. And so, uh, but even through all of those, those, uh, those, those difficult times, Job still exuded strength. We find Daniel, uh, even though he was in the lion's den, or accused by the people uh, in, uh, during Nebuchadnezzar's, time he was he was accused of uh, of praying three times a day when king had had declared no praying or and so and so what what was his punishment he was thrown into the lion's den yet he still he uh, uh, he still exuded strength through all of those difficult times we find david who sinned uh, you know I, I love the i like i love the life of david and just the, his his leadership and his role as a king and his role before the king, uh, before a king um, but there's times where i read about david and uh, there, there's that one part of the in the scripture where i read about david's sin with bathsheba and that discourages me. But even though, in, in, in that, he, he even says in, in Psalms 53, my sin that's ever before me, he talks about the, the, his sin with Bathsheba. He, he has a contrite spirit and he, he goes to God and asks God for forgiveness and, and, and beg, uh, begs God. And even through those difficult times, he still exudes strength. How about Jeremiah who preached the kingdom of heaven, who preached Jesus Christ, who preached, the, uh, who preached to, the, uh, the, uh, to God's people for 50 years, for 50 years, not, never seen one convert, convert, yet still exuded strength through all of that. We find, we find Hannah, who begged God for a baby. God, give me a baby. You know, and, and God, uh, God uh, uh, delayed that, that request for some time, yet through all of that, she exuded strength through all of that. Um, how about this? Uh, we, we know people like Horatio Stafford, who wrote the song, one, it, one peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like billows, uh, uh, it, he, he wrote songs like that. And that song was, uh, 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 he, you know, he had lost his, his wife, his children, uh, to his, 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 his daughters to a, to a boat accident. And then as he was tra uh, as he's traveling to go see a, a, a famous preacher at that time, as he got to the part where he uh, where where uh, where he they say the boat, a boat had sunk and, and drowned uh, all the people on that boat. They say uh, he began to he began to write these words. He penned those words: uh, "When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like billows 
uh, come. He says, it is well with my soul. Uh, we, know, we know people like Loisa, Lo- uh, who, who wrote the song, um, who, who was going through tragedy because she lost her husband. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and, and after the loss of her husband, she began to have struggles. And people, and, and, and people came to her doorstep and dropped off food. And she found that in those times uh, that she can trust God. And she wrote, these, uh, she wrote songs in our hymnals. How about Fanny Crosby, who was a blind lady who wrote thousands of hymns, a lot in, in, in our hymnals, which we, which we read about. He, she talks about seeing Jesus Christ once, uh, 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 one day. I mean, you read all of her songs, just go through the hymnal and see if it says Fanny Crosby. It has something about sight. It has something about seeing Jesus. It has something about coming, you know, uh, have, and so even through her, 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 uh, her, uh, the, the times that she was blind, she still exuded strength through all of that. The Apostle Paul, when he was, when he was shipwrecked, when he was stoned, when he was, you know, uh, when he was followed by, by all these accusers, when he was, uh, uh, when he was headed towards Rome and imprisoned, and uh, and a lot of, I mean, they they were even at the beginning of his ministry when he, when he got saved, he was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, and people were, uh, and the Jews saw that this man had changed, and they wanted, they, they sought night and day to seek after him and, and uh, to kill him, and so yet through all of that he exuded strength. How about this? The three Hebrew children, even when the, uh, the fiery furnace was right before their eyes and the, the King Nebuchadnezzar was there, the music was playing, uh, even through all of that, they didn't, they didn't bow down and worship that, uh, that image that, that Nebuchadnezzar had, uh, that had set up. He, even through those times, even through troubles, even through trials, they, he, uh, they exuded strength. We find, uh, we find people, even Christians throughout this church, I love, I, I love getting with God's people because we find in the heart of a Christian people that go through tor- turmoil, people that go through heart, uh, uh, a, loss of, you know, a loss of a loved one. Uh, we, go, we have people that have, uh, have, have, have difficulties, maybe with their jobs and relationship with, with, with family. We, uh, yet, through all that, you exuded strength, and I'm so, uh, I'm so thankful for that. We have folks that exude strength through all of these, these circumstances. So how can a Christian be a conqueror when it seems that life is conquering him? How can a Christian be an overcomer when, when it seems that life is overcoming or overwhelming him? How can a Christian show strength when every sign to him shows that he is weak? What, how can a Christian praise through pain? How can a Christian praise through hope? How can a Christian praise through tragedy? How can a Christian, when life is pressing him down, he can still exude strength? Within the inner veil, see, I mean, we see the first veil, everybody's smiley faces. We see the second veil, all the troubles that come with that. But if you, I, think, I really believe that if you look deep, really deep into the Christians' lives, we read about Christians in the Bible, we read about Christians in our hymnals, we really read about Christians in our in, in our church and in our you know, people that we know. We know and we find that in the in, the innermost part of them, there dwells the joy of the Lord that helps them in those times of need. You know, I, I don't want to live life pouting. Um, you know, life is 
uh, life is horrible, life is, you know, this, life is, life is bad, uh, it, you know, uh, it, it's amazing because people, they watch, I, my, my wife and I, we purposely wa- don't watch uh, the news before we go to bed. I don't want to be, I don't, I don't want to be filled with negativity all the time. You know, I used, to, I used to be that way, like where I would just constantly put on, you know, like the news network, and shame on you if you watch Fox News before you go to sleep, you know, and so, or any other uh, news networks. Uh, out there, because all it is is just filled with negativity. I don't want to be filled with negativity. I want to be filled with the joy of the Lord. I don't want to be filled with, I don't want to be like an Eeyore who's always have life is bad. There's a sun, you know, you have the dark clouds that hover around, over him everywhere he goes, you know. And I don't want to be that person who's, who's always filled with negativity in, our, in my life. I don't want to be that person, because I know I have victory in Jesus. I'm on the winning side, and so I'm on the winning side. I believe Christians can live on higher ground even in the valley. I really believe that Christians can, do, uh, 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 can, uh, can live a life that's a conquering life, a life that's, uh, that, uh, that, that Jesus, is, 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 he's, he's in control. The book of Psalms, we read through the, through the book of Psalms, it's not a pouting book. It's a book of praise, you know, praise God. And so we ought to be praising God. And so I want to find, I find four things here. Um, I find four things that we can uh, hope to be a blessing through the, uh, through our text here, and so we find. Uh, let's just go through the through chapter eight really quick. We find that there was an elevated pulpit. The word of God was opened up. It was it was read. They gave the text. There's conviction. They responded with weeping, and then and then Nehemiah says, "Don't we don't need to live there? We don't need to live in that area. It's okay to get there." but it's not okay to dwell there. That's not our dwelling place. God is on the winning side. And so we ought to, and, and so he says in the, in the end of chapter, uh, verse number 10, he says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It says rejoice. So the, the number, uh, number one here, rejoice over who God is. Uh, rejoice over who God is. We're going to have to sanitize this pulpit. <laughs> and so... We're rejoicing over who God is. God is good. This, this wasn't hard for me to put, the, put down on this point because I know who God is. To me, I know who God is because God is good. He is wonderful. He is magnificent. He is everlasting. He is, a tr- he is the truth, the way. He is the life. He is my, he is my savior. He is, all, you know, he's, he, uh, we look at his, his, his attributes like he's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's uh, immutable. He never changes. He's, he's everywhere. And so God is, he's the first, he's the last, he's the beginning, he's the end, he's the alpha, he's the, he's the omega. He is, he is sufficient. He is my provider. He is my, he is my rock. He is my salvation. I mean, I, I go through, I wrote down this whole list. He is mighty. He is perfect. He is life. He is all-knowing. He provides. He's the shepherd. He, uh, 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 he, is, he, is, he is wonderful. He is long-suffering. He is wise. He's forgiving. He's truth. 
God rains down blessing, uh, blessings after blessing. God is my salvation. He is my rock. Uh, I, I can go on and on God, who, and tell you who God is. But do we in this, in this room know who God is? If we can understand who God is, then we can have joy in our hearts. You know, joy is not happiness. Happiness comes without. Joy comes within. See, happiness, you know, is, is some, oh, I got a promotion at, at my job. Woo, I'm happy. You know, I, I, you know, I got a, you know, um, you know I, I have a baby. Woo, I'm happy. You know, you know it, it, happiness comes from without, but joy comes from within. See, the joy of the Lord, is, it comes from within. If we, if we push away all the veils, that we, the, the happy smiles, the, the struggles, and open up that innermost veil in, that, in the believers that, believe, that burns in their heart, we find that they have something greater than themselves, and that's the joy of the Lord. Um, when we spend time thinking about who God is, it, is, it, it ought to give us strength. God, and so number two, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I, I want to take that phrase. We, got, we can't forget that the joy, the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so if we make God's joy our joy, we'll have strength. We look at the wrong places. To, and, and power has to come from some, something, you know, uh, and, and it doesn't come from circumstances. It doesn't come from, you know, it, it doesn't come from uh, promotion. It doesn't come, it, it, it comes from the joy of the Lord. And if we understand the joy of the Lord, then we can, then we can have that strength. So if we, uh, so uh, to understand what is God's joy, what makes God happy, what makes God joyful, how about this? Soul winning makes him happy. Um, we ought to be winning souls to the lost. We ought to be uh, telling people about Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us, we, and I just read it for, for our, for our um, offer, offering time. He that, uh, he that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing in his sheaves, bringing in his sheaves with him. We ought to be winning souls, telling people about Jesus Christ. Missions Conference is coming in four weeks, in about four weeks, and we're getting we're getting all the Sunday school classes prepped and telling them about the uh, and kind of prepping them up into missions conference in that getting into the gear of missions conference. And if we understand that God came to seek that which was lost, we know that the mission is still there. It's still it was there two thousand years ago. It still it still exists today. That mission still is evident. We ought to be giving out the mission, and that's Jesus uh, telling about Jesus Christ and how He saves. Uh, go away. Go to the highways and hedges and tell them and bring them and compel them to come in and tell them about Jesus Christ. Win, win people to the Lord. To the Lord. How, what else makes God happy? Church attendance. You know, and I'm, I'm I'm thankful to see faithfulness in this house this morning. I'm thankful to you know just 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 you right here alone just gives me strength that I can keep on going. And I and just watching you guys come even through your difficult times, through your trials, through all through your heartache, through your turmoil, you you, you still have the joy of the Lord, and you still come to the house of God. That that makes God happy. How about this? Holiness makes God happy. We ought to be holy people. You know why we ought to be holy? Because he set us aside to, for a specific use. And that's to, and, and, and that's to exemplify the, the gospel of Jesus Christ through our testimony so that the whole world around us will know Jesus Christ. 
and, and, and we can point people to the, to the living Savior. Number, uh, or, uh, what else makes God happy? Obedience to his word. You know, we, uh, the Bible tells, uh, talks to us, and I hate, uh, I hate really talking about giving, but really I teach this to our teens because I don't, want to miss, I, I don't want them missing out on the blessing that God has for them. And God wants to bless them. And if they don't uh, respond to the word of God with obedience, then they won't, uh, they won't be blessed. And so, I want, I, and so I teach our teens that we ought to give. I, get, you know, I don't get nothing out of this, you know, and so, but uh, out of telling you that, you know, we ought to give. And so, uh, but we ought to be given, you know, and so God, God tells us in his word to give, we ought to give. He tells us in his word to forgive. We ought to forgive. He tells us in, our, in his word that we ought to, you know, um, uh, tell other be- people about Jesus Christ. We ought to tell other people about Jesus Christ. He convicts us of our sin. We ought to respond with, uh, with obedience to his word. Now, uh, what else makes God happy? Praying makes him happy. Reading his Bible, reading his word makes him happy. And so, uh, uh, we ought to make God's joy our joy. And when we make God's joy our joy, we can gain strength from that. Number three, whatever the Lord is, uh, we can have strength in whatever the Lord is doing in our life. Whether it be, you know, whether it be a loss. And I've had the pr- privilege of uh, ministering to some of your children. And they're way, they've gone wayward. And I still pray for them. And I still text them at times. And, 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 I'm, and I'm hoping that God will bring them back uh, uh, back to the house of God and back to his, uh, uh, to coming back to his word. And so, and, and it's, it's heartbreaking to see that. It's heartbreaking to see when a person graduates and they walk out on God. It's heartbreaking to see that. And, and so I really keep up on our teens. And, I, you know, I love our, our, our young people. And I want to see another generation. And, I, and, 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 and we have to be able to, uh, to invest in our, in our next generation and, and continually pray for them. And so, uh, whatever the Lord is doing in our life, um, that may that may be through sorrow. And I don't wish ill upon any of us in here. But there's going to be times where you're going through ill illness or pain and suffering, or and maybe you're going through that now. But we can still be happy through those joy, through uh, through those circumstances. We can still have, we can still live on the on the on the winning side. We can still have Jesus as our victory. And so, whatever the Lord is doing in our life, if we understand the three things here, that that uh, joy comes from within, and uh, and we ought to make God's joy our joy. We ought to tell people about Jesus Christ. We ought to, you know, we ought to uh, be be in attendance in church. We ought to be have live a, a holy life. We ought to be obedient to His word. We ought to be praying. If we if we understand that whatever the Lord is doing in our life and it's for good, we're, we know that God is doing. He make, He worketh all things. Romans eight for uh, to good for them to them that love the Lord, uh, who are called according to His purpose. So we ought to make uh, we ought, uh, and when we understand those three things, guess what? We can. Gain, then make the the Christian then becomes uh, uh, has strength. There's that song. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I don't get you know very many solos, so I, I use my platform to do that. And so, <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, but sometimes I wonder what he can do through me. No great success. 
to show no glory on my own. Yet in my weakness, he is there to let me know his strength is perfect. When our strength is gone, he'll carry us when we can't carry on raised in his power the weak become strong his strength is perfect his strength is perfect see we can we can make god's strength our strength if we understand the joy of the lord and have you today lost the joy of the lord have you today it's just you know you're we're going through pouting we have circumstances. Uh, and, you know, let me, let me preach a little, get on the soapbox a little bit here. Um, you know, we, if you're that Christian that says, pray for me, this is going on in my life. Pray for me, I got this going on. I lost this. I, you know, I lost my house. I, whatever. If you're consistently, you know, asking for prayer requests for yourself, maybe you got to stop thinking about yourself. Uh, maybe you ought to, you know, think on the joy of the Lord. Man, it, 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 just stop. That's not humility. Humility is not thinking of yourself. You know, and so think uh, think of the joy of the Lord. You know, and so if we can understand the joy of the Lord, then we can have strength and draw strength from that. He is the he is a well that never uh, runs dry, and we can draw from that well there. And so, but I'm I'm glad that we get to have service today, and I'm glad that I get uh, that God's given me uh, this truth from Nehemiah. And I know it's a little early day, but we're gonna go ahead and word of prayer. Father, thank you so much for your, your word. Thank you so much how the people responded with weeping. And it's, not, it's okay for us to go through turmoil and struggles and difficulties of life because it all happens to every single one of us. And I pray we don't dwell there. I pray we get on the winning side. And I pray we understand that there is joy that you want to give to us, and that's the joy of the Lord. And that gives us strength each day. Lord, as we, as we uh, have invitation this morning, I pray you speak to hearts. Let's all stand for prayer. If God's spoken to you, you can respond there in your seat or at the altar here.